Great news. Side Retired is now partnered with SeatGeek. For all ticketing needs, go to SeatGeek.com and use promo code SideRetiredPod in all capitals for $20 off your first order. We've got you covered from all things ranging from sporting events to concerts, including the New York Mets, Washington Nationals, and Big Time Rush. Yes, this means we're officially taking you out to the ballgame. And now for today's edition of Side Retired Podcast. All righty, Monday, September 19th. It is officially scoreboard watching pennant chase time. Two and a half weeks left in the regular season. Lots of storylines that you guys need to get all covered up on, especially coming off of a football Sunday where you probably weren't watching a ton of baseball. I know our guys still were checked in on some of the games, so we're going to break down all the latest that happened in the league. But for James, Jack, and Dylan, James, I'll go to you first. How you doing? Doing well. Uh Uh-oh. All right. I think I heard you there. Jack, how you doing? Fantastic. Fantastic. Static. Great day today. So, like Dylan said, several stories to be talking about about our na- our nation's pastime on uh, NFL Sunday. Yeah, well, we will be covering a lot of things from Albert Pujols' chase at history, Albert uh, Aaron Judge's chase at history, and a lot of other things. If you haven't checked out below this episode, and yes, we will still be talking about Aaron Judge today, but there's an entire Aaron Judge episode breakdown right below this one. So make sure to check that one out as well if you want to hear about your boy Aaron Judge a little further. But Jack, I'll hand you the floor. Aaron Judge had two more home runs. I believe he's at 59 now. And uh, correct. I think if he doesn't catch Roger Maris, it's going to be a disappointment at this point. Uh, that is definitely true. Um, you know, to being three away from breaking, two from tying. And then I think the thing now that is a huge uh, thing on people's radar is that Aaron Judge is .0005 poor points away from Luis Arias for the American League batting title, which would mean he hits 60 home runs and breaks the, and, you know, has a triple crown in the same season, a feat that's been done 17 times and versus um, 60 home runs is done by, by four different players. So a his, history of, you know, legend among legends, uh, not quite enough you can say about that. I know as Dylan mentioned, we do have the judge episode down below. It seems at this point though, many of the Shohei Otani truthers are conceding and Aaron Judge is starting to run away with the MVP race. There's not, you know, every single offensive category he has a chance to lead the American League in. So that that pretty much sums up the greatness he's been this season, the greatness he's going to continue to put up, and hopefully, you know, the clean single-season home run record holder. All right, well, James, there's another category that I want to discuss with you about because you mentioned it earlier today, and that's the American League Cy Young chase. Jack threw the name Shohei Otani out there because he's probably not going to win the MVP anymore. Obviously, other names like Dylan Cease, Shane McClanahan, and Justin Verlander could also fill out a top three. So, James, if you had to do a one through three in the American League Cy Young, where are you going on that? I mean, it's really tough. It just depends on which way the voters are going to see it. Um, You know, Verlander and McClanahan have both missed time this year, Um, you know. So if if they still value them uh, as highly as, you know, they as I think that they should be valued, I think it'll probably be one Verlander two cease three mcclanahan mm-hmm. um but i i just don't know which way the writers are going to vote you know it kind of changes year to year the way corbin burns got it only having thrown 154 innings last year um you, you just you never really know um um how, which way the writers are going to go but i think that's the way that it, they should stack up uh, this all right year. 
Jack, I'll throw the same question at you with the National League. Obviously, you've been a Sandy Alcantara guy all season long. Kerbin Burns is having a great season. Where do you put Edwin Diaz, Zach Wheeler, stuff like that? Tony Gonsolin and Julio Urias and Tyler Anderson are having great seasons. But same question for you, your top three in the National League. Number one has to be Alcantara just because of his ability to accrue volume at such a historic rate. You know, his pitches per inning, he's currently lapping the field in the innings pace already has accumulated over 200 innings. He is the American League Cy Young in terms of, I think Jeff Passan actually put it really nicely when, uh, you know, Zach Wheeler did not win last year. Innings pitched, you can also uh, think of it as he got the most batters out. I think, you know, he adds more context in terms of how important it is and why guys like David Cohn, who still, you know, highly value analytics, he considers innings pitch to be the most telling aspect of a starting pitcher. He is my number one. At number two, I'm going with Carlos Rodon. He's also had a fantastic year. Uh, you know, a 287 Sierra, 295th, uh, you know, on a per rate basis, probably better than Alcantara. But as I mentioned, you know, the, uh, the slight, um, you know, amount of volume is the difference there. And then third, I think someone who I previously mentioned in a side of tire video, he's, his season's gone well under the radar. Aaron Nola is having a sneaky good year, has volume, not on the same part of Alcantara, but still, I believe he's third in MLB and innings pitched. 25% uh, K minus walk percentage, 28.5 K percentage, you know, sub three in all the ERA predict, uh, indicators, a really, really solid season. He's going to be a key piece if the Phillies want to have a deep postseason run. James, another story to watch as we obviously talk about the Aaron Judge, Homer and Chase, probably the more, I don't know if you want to call it important slash historic chase that's happening right now is Albert Pujols, the chase to become the fourth player all time to hit 700 career home runs. I believe similar to Judge, he is two behind uh, two away from the record. I assume he's going to make it at this point, but any thoughts on Albert Pujols' chase at history? Yeah, I mean, they just need to keep pumping the juice baseballs in whenever he comes up to the plate. Uh, that's kind of my only take on it. Um, you know, we saw Pujols with the warning track power. Uh, I think it was in the ninth inning uh, yesterday night. Um, so, yeah, I mean, clearly the MLB forgot to put the the bouncy ball in there. Um, clearly. You know, Pujols, clearly. Pujols should be able to eclipse that number uh, by the end of the season. And I think the one thing that we can hope, and yes, we've all agreed or disagreed on a lot of topics, but I think I speak for James, Jack, and myself, and that we all agree, we really, really hope. And of course, there's going to be a big trade-off for that person that does indeed catch the 700th home run ball and Aaron Judge's 62nd. We just really hope it's not Zach Hampel. We're just, we're just going to put that into the world, into the universe, that we really hope Zach Hampel is not the one that catches either of those two historic baseballs jack i'll go to you with our next question that is that the six mlb division winners right now you got the mets a game up on atlanta you got the cardinals eight up on milwaukee dodgers have already clinched wow the yankees are five and a half up on toronto cleveland's three and a half up on chicago and the astros are on the verge of clinching as well they're 15 games up those are our six winners right now do you see those being the six division winners or will they rechange in these next two weeks i will say i think the national league east not so much because like a Mets collapse that people have been like kind of crafting that narrative that more so is I'm really big on this Braves team. I think since, you know, uh, guys, the rookie sensations of Spencer Strider and Michael Harris are huge parts of this, of the reigning world series contenders. They're playing at a very high clip since June, I believe over 700 ball. So it's just, I'm really big on this team. I think they're really good. They the big, the series at the end of the year, I believe Dylan and I, you and I did an episode a week ago. I, it's definitely going to come down to that. But if I'm going to pick any of these races, I think that's the one. The Braves are currently tied in the loss column one game back, and the Mets are still without Max Scherzer, who is a huge part of their team. There's a reason why they gave him you know, $43 million at his age. He's a huge part of their success. He's going to be, have an integral role in the postseason once he does get healthy. 
But until then, the Braves with their three-headed monster of rotation, especially now, you know, an unfortunate loss of Ozzie Albies, but they still have insane lineup depth. And, you know, they have a rookie who's, you know, already cemented himself. Listen, Harry Kilman, why he's a top five pitcher in baseball. That is my pick. The Atlanta Braves win the NL East. Mets fans, I will also point out, don't get scared by Jack's comments. Max Scherzer is still scheduled to pitch tonight. When you're listening to this episode, he's coming back and he's returning from the injured list here on September 19th to make his start against the uh, Milwaukee Brewers. Brewers. That is a marquee matchup tonight with Max Scherzer versus Corbin Burns. So if you're a fan of pitching, definitely make sure to check that one out. James, I'll go to you to talk about the wild card standings, which is more it's Atlanta or Mets, whoever loses that division, is a clear four seed in the National League as well as the Padres and the Phillies could easily flip-flop. The Brewers are two games back of the Phillies right now. Do you see the Brewers potentially hopping into that? As well as with the American League, it seems all but gone that it's going to be Toronto, Tampa, and Seattle with Baltimore still lurking four games out. But anything you want to say on the wildcard races or are those six teams currently in the ones we're going to see in the playoffs? <clears throat> uh, this will be a pivotal series versus the Mets here to start off uh, this next week. Uh, if Milwaukee could take two out of three, I could see them potentially having a chance to slip in. Um, but yeah, you know, you can't get swept and you, you definitely, you definitely can't get swept. And, and I mean, two, a two out of three series lost to the Mets uh, to start the week would, would definitely set Milwaukee back. All right. So then obviously this is all that we've had planned to cover tonight. Obviously there are a couple more stories around baseball. I know people definitely engaged with football right now. We thank you for sticking with baseball. We have a couple of really exciting interviews coming up. This week, for guys who like college baseball or any high school athletes that want to get recruited, we're having the head coach of Georgetown Baseball on with us either later this week or early next week. So that's definitely an episode you want to check out, hearing from a college coach how to get recruited, what his Georgetown program or what our Georgetown program, I can say that, look at that, what our Georgetown program is like here, as well as we're going to have a member of the Los Angeles of Anaheim, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim organization on with us to talk about what the minor league system is like with them. So lots of fun and creative guests to continue to get more diverse perspectives on side retired as we continue out throughout the rest of this fall. So James and Jack, there's anything else you guys want to add in? No, nodding heads. All right. We'll be back as always Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays. You can expect a new episode. So until the next time, the side is retired.